0: Well, well, well. Hello, football fans in Hamilton from coast to coast and around the world. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizen's Law on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. Oh, my. The Tiger Cats perfect run at Tim Hortons Field has ended in shocking fashion as the Montreal Alouettes have come in and have left Tim Hortons Field with a 26-23 victory over the Hamilton Tiger Cats. The Cats' five-game winning streak is over. Hamilton's 10-game home unbeaten streak at Tim Hortons Field also comes to an end. Who would have thunk it against the Montreal Alouettes? Very recently made a coaching change after a victory in B.C. Lost their starting quarterback early on in this ballgame. The whole Michael Sam situation... Yet they came in, and they beat what many people were saying was the number one team in the Canadian Football League in the Hamilton Tiger Cats. That might be a different discussion following this game. Fifth quarter is brought to you by Wisden's Law. Let's give you the phone numbers. We'll open the lines and give you the scoring summary of tonight's ballgame, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone you can email your thoughts on tonight's game give us your player of the game nominee rick at 900 chml dot com on twitter at am900 chml at rick samprin we're also on the chml app hit that conversation button and you can send me a note or two tie cats never led in tonight's ball game how crazy of a stat is that they did not hold the lead at all tonight rakeem kato About six minutes into the ballgame, found Brandon Rutley on a 65-yard touchdown on a screen pass, giving the Owls a 7-0 lead. About four minutes later, Justin Medlock hit a 37-yard field goal to make it 7-3 for the Owls. Montreal extended their lead to 10-3 on a Boris Beattie 31-yard field goal with about... um, 97 seconds, actually minute 47 left in the first quarter. So after one period of play, it was 10-3, to 3, Montreal. Second quarter started with a Zach Caleros to Luke Tasker, seven-yard touchdown toss, 10-10 the score. That was an impressive drive, just three minutes into the second quarter. Nine plays, 88 yards, four minutes, 19 seconds of action. Eric Norwood then sacks Rakeem Cato. Cato gets hurt and is forced to leave the game with Tanner Marsh taking over. On the very next play, the Owls have to punt. Brandon Banks muffs the punt. Nicholas Boulet recovers it. And a couple of plays later, Tanner Marsh finds the end zone. On a one-yard touchdown run, it's 17-10 for the Owls. Caleros then fumbles a few plays later. Michael Klassen with the sack, the strip, and the recovery couple of plays after that Johnny Sears gets the football back for the Tiger Cats he forces a fumble from running back at Brandon Rutley it's recovered by middle linebacker Taylor Reed but the Cats cannot capitalize 24 seconds left in the first half Beattie hits a 45-yard field goal no actually he missed that one that was the wide left field goal attempt it ends up being a single however 18-10 Is the score for the Owls. Medlock then comes back with a 49-yard trifecta, his second field goal of the night. They go to the locker room at halftime, 18-13. Third quarter begins. Four minutes in, Beattie connects on a 24-yard field goal. It's 21-13 for the Alouettes. The Cats concede a safety, 23-13 Montreal. And the Ticats start to make a bit of a comeback here. Simone Lawrence intercepts Tanner Marsh. Medlock follows Suits with a 48-yard field goal, 3-for-3 on the night at that point. It's 23-16 for the Owls. Cats had a chance on a fake punt, but Medlock flubbed the fake punt toss to Luke Tasker. They ended up re-kicking it. Medlock into punt for the injured Hugh O'Neill. Injuries a big storyline tonight for the Hamilton Tiger Cats. We'll get to that in a second or two. Fourth quarter, of play midway through, but seven and a half to go. Jeff Matthews finds the end zone on a two-yard TD run. It's 23-23. Another impressive drive by Hamilton. Eight plays, 72 yards, four minutes, 11 seconds off the clock. But with 1-10 to play, Boris Beattie connects on a 27-yard field goal. Three for four in the night, 26-23. Kyrie Sabare intercepts Zach Caleros. To end the ballgame, and the Montreal Alouettes escape Tim Hortons Field with a 26-23 victory. The winning streak, both the five-game overall and the ten straight victories to open up Tim Hortons Field, is over and out. Your reaction on tonight's ballgame, 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900 chml Dot com, on Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samper, Use the CHML app as well. Hit that conversation button. Tweet from Paul, no O, no D, no S T, no more win streak, at THF. That pretty much sums it up. Let's go to the phones. In the top of the deck is Darcy. Darcy, hello.
1: Hey, Rick. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you? Uh, not too bad. Um, if I'd like to make a petition, I'd like to get you and Coach Shell back together um, between commercials during the game and uh, the fire drill broadcast. I really don't know what's going on. And I honestly miss you and Coach Shell. Thanks. But anyway. Uh, Thoughts
0: on the game. What do you think?
1: I, I kind of recant what I said last week. Uh, I said this team is um, they are getting to a great team, but after what I've seen tonight, we have a good team, but we're not a great team yet. And, um, I have to give, uh, kudos to Montreal, man. Like, uh, their, their coaching staff. anthony I, you could tell that Anthony Caville has, uh, has, has, really put his stamp on this offense, especially for when, um, I don't know if, uh, um, he's a fourth string quarterback or a third string quarterback. Tanner Marsh? But, uh, Tanner Marsh looked really good. And, um, he, they played a smart game. Um, with running, keeping Hamilton off, off balance with their running attack and their veteran receivers with the Alouettes and, and, and their defense uh, totally confused Caleros. Um, their defense was bringing the pressure. And, I, and I, I think this is one of those teams, the Alouettes, that they just match up. It's, you know what I mean? It's one of those matchups. They match up well against Hamilton.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, we saw and, that uh, earlier this season, the 17-13 win by Montreal. Hamilton really couldn't do anything offensively. Caleros has picked off three times in that ball game. And I'm not sure if I would say Tanner Marsh played really good tonight. He was 11 of 18 for 99 yards. He managed the game well. He did throw an interception. But... Um, it was uh, To me, it was really Montreal's defense that got the job done. Six sacks, big interception at the end, a couple of turnovers. They turned that into at least seven points. Uh, I put this one on Montreal's defense.
1: Yeah, well, that too. But uh, our O-line, I don't know uh, if they have problems with the Montreal line, but our O-line needs to step it up. Like they, they played a terrible game tonight, the offensive line uh, for Hamilton. Uh, I don't know what, what was the matter with that, but um, I know we had some injuries and stuff. But um, with regards to the injuries, I know um, we, we had quite a few tonight. Uh, I know if Adrian Tracy was a Canadian, he probably would have been in the lineup tonight. But thank God we have him because I know we lost uh, Norwood mm-hmm. tonight, and we lost uh, we lost uh, a bunch of other guys. We lost a lot of guys tonight. Um, <laughs> but anyway, that that's that's football. But. Um, I don't know if it was Angelo Mosca night, but it seemed to me that mentally we weren't into the game. We had a lot of too many men penalties too. I don't know. I'm pretty sure you picked up on that tonight, Rick.
0: Yeah, there were a few penalties,
1: but um, I don't mean this. anyway. I'm just I'm just going by what I've seen tonight, and I think this team. Uh, I think Kent's going to get them prepared, and this this could be a blessing. This game to uh, you know, they maybe the tire cats are believing that they're better than what they are, mm-hmm. and, and they just need to. Uh, you know, regroup and uh, refocus and and smarten up.
0: Who's your uh, player of the game tonight?
1: Uh, you mentioned I Tanner of the Marsh. Tonight, um, and again, I don't know it,
0: what... it can be an Alouette. It doesn't have to be a tie cat
1: Actually, I I, I would give it to Anthony Caville.
0: <laughs> but he's not a player.
1: I know, I know, he's not a player, <laughs> but you can tell that he has. He's not anymore. On that offense. He he. he I know. Uh, he, The way they balanced attack with running, uh, they ran Hamilton Blitz, they ran a screen uh, for 65 yards for a touchdown. They had our defense confused. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to have to give it to Anthony. All right,
0: that's your vote. Thanks for the call, Darcy. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can email rick at 900CHML.com on Twitter at am900CHML at ricksamprin. Uh, also, use the CHML app. Hit that conversation button. Chris on Twitter writes, Ugh, any team but Montreal. Glad I don't have to face the only Montreal fan at work tomorrow. Next time, cats." Also, Albert on Twitter, two non-calls on the Owls gave them 14 points. Blocked from behind and no yards fumbling. Yeah, there was a, a few questionable calls tonight. If you're looking at penalties being a factor tonight, it was pretty even. The did commit 12 infractions for 106 yards. The Alouettes called 10 times for 80 yards. So not a huge factor, but certainly penalties always play a part when uh, points are scored following calls or non-calls. Frank's on the line. Good evening, Frank. Thanks for calling the fifth quarter.
2: Hey, how are you, bud? Good, how are you? Hey, God bless Angelo. Yeah. And I'm sure all our t- Ticats fans, true Ticat fans, understand it. But uh, I honestly, uh, what your last caller said, I pretty well hit on pretty much everything he said, except for Calvillo.
3: <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, honestly, I think our offensive line let us down, and um, I know they're a great group, but uh, Kel- uh, Calvillo can't do a lot of things. If he's got no time, he's got no time, and you know, you give him some time, and boom, it happens, and we've all seen that. But we're looking at five and one in our last six. Everybody relax; it's going to be fine. We will kick the Argos' butts on Labor Day, <laughs> and that's all I've got to say, sir.
0: That is uh, Hamilton's next game, the Labor Day Classic. Do you have a do you have a player of the game tonight?
2: I'd uh, I'd have to. Yeah. I, I regrettably, I say uh, Montreal's defense. I think they played very good, very, very good and very great, and I was kind of shocked. But uh, we had a chance at the end, but, hey, that's the way it goes sometimes.
0: And that's the way the ball bounces. Thanks for the that's call, Fred. Right. Have a care. good one. You too. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. If you're just hopping into the car after the game at Tim Hortons Field, are you as shocked as most Ticats fans are right now? 26-23, the final in favor of Montreal. Hamilton's 10-game unbeaten streak at Tim Hortons Field has been wiped out. Tiger Cats' five-game winning run is also over. Now 6-3 and three on the season, 3-1 and one at home. Montreal now 4-5 and five on the year. Give you a rundown on the East and West Division standings as the fifth quarter continues. 26-23. Email, or pardon me, a tweet from Brad. Montreal just wanted this more badly than the Tiger Cats do. They were the more desperate team all night long. And Justin on Twitter, my player of the game is Ray Hawley, best hands in the CFL. I think Justin is related to Ray Hawley because I believe he always (laughs) nominates Ray Hawley, who had two carries for two yards and the so-called best hands in the CFL, nary a catch tonight. Ah, what are you going to do? Can't catch them all. Did he drop one? Luke here, our technical producer, saying, uh, oh yeah, that's right, he did drop one earlier in the ballgame. I remember that now. Uh, look from here behind the controls tonight, as the fifth quarter will continue until 11.30 tonight here on Hamilton's News Talk Leader. Let's go back to the phones. David is on the line. David, hello.
4: Hello. How's it going? Good. I was at the game there tonight and was uh, disappointed repeatedly on how quickly the offense had to leave the field on multiple occasions. Felt like the defense was out there probably 60-70% of the time.
0: Yes, you're saying the offense didn't show up. Now, do you, do you put it more on the Ticats' offense or Montreal's defense?
4: Do you know what? I think the Montreal defense did play, did play well tonight, but I felt like the offensive line wasn't giving Zach enough time to see where the receivers were at or the guys weren't getting open. I'm not sure exactly what it was, but uh, it's probably a bit of a combination on lack of performance by our offensive line and by a good performance by the Montreal D. So,
0: I hear you. Who's your player of the game tonight?
4: I got to give a shout-out to Marsh, the Montreal QV who comes in with basically no notice. He's, what is he, their fourth or fifth-string guy? Yeah. And at the start of the year, you never would have thought he's someone coming in here in August. But uh, he performed well, and Calvillo obviously is not just trained their first, or their starter the night he was working with both of them. So it was good.
0: Good stuff. Hey, thanks for the call, David. You're welcome. Have a good one. 905-645-3221, star 9900. On your smartphone, I think David might be an early candidate for fifth quarter fan of the night. Good call. We want uh, your calls, your emails, your tweets, your nominees for player of the game tonight. Again, it could be an Alouette. We have a vote for Anthony Calvillo, even though he did not make a play tonight. Ray Hawley, the Montreal defense, and Alouette's quarterback, Tanner Marsh, who I think is a good pick, although not my selection for player of the game tonight. Who's your pick? You can email rick at 900chml.com, on Twitter at am900chml, at Rick Sam. use the CHML app as well. Paul chimes in with his player of the game, Samuel Giguerre, as player of the game, hate to say, according to Paul. That's not a bad pick there. Not a bad pick, Paul. Sam Giguerre had two receptions for 23 yards, five carries for 27 yards he had a few big first downs as well sam Jiguer will go down to get a vote. the former tiger cat coming back to haunt the tiger cats in a dual role on offense give us a call here in the fifth quarter nominate your player of the game you can be the fifth quarter fan of the night as well 905-645-3221 that's 3221 and uh, on your cell phone star 9900 adam's on the phone hello adam
5: Hi, how's it going, Rick? Good, how are you? Uh, a little disappointed. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a tough game. First game that I brought my dad to. Um, so know, he
0: jinxed it is what uh, you're saying.
5: Yeah. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, I just want to talk about, I don't really feel like you should be putting blame on the offensive line for this. Okay. Because we're, realistically, the Tiger Cats never picked up the A-gap blitz. They never kept the back, in the backfield they made some silly play calls. I mean, in the first half, Claris went under center twice, and both plays resulted in nothing, maybe a net yard between both plays. And just Jim Pop went in this weekend, created a strategy that just fooled everybody, and it was just agonizing to watch. It was so difficult to watch because they just couldn't figure it out all game.
0: Yeah, but it was like a slow burn.
5: Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It- it just it felt like it dragged on. And, you know, the defense is normally the best run defense in the league. And they just they just couldn't figure it out. They couldn't figure out the Jaguar cross handoff. They couldn't figure out any of the draws. It was just so difficult to watch for such a talented team to just not be able to pick up those things and make those changes at halftime.
0: Adam, who's your uh, player of the game?
5: Um... I, you know The guy who said Calview is a little crazy because, if anything, you want to go Jim Pop because the guy came in and took over as head coach in five days and put up a victory. But, um, you know, it, it's got to be the Alouette defense. They fooled everybody. They they were untouchable tonight. They just did such a great job in their secondary. It was impossible to get any penetration on them and get a drive going. They were just too good. They were. Hey, thanks for the call. No
0: problem, Rick. You can uh, join the party here on AM 900 CHML. Use your CHML app. Hit that conversation button. On email, rick at 900CHML.com. On uh, the phone, 905-645-3221, 645-3221. Star 9900 on your cellular device. You can email rick at 900CHML.com. Your thoughts on the game. Who is your player of the game? We'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night. When all is said and done, we wrap up at about oh, 1130, or so uh, Adam referred to the run defense. The Ticats' vaunted run D. Uh, Montreal did a pretty good job tonight running the football. Brandon Rutley 17 carries for 55 yards. Uh, Giguere at 27 on the ground. Logan with 22. Marsh ran 17 or seven times for 18 yards and a touchdown. Uh, Cato one carry for one yard. So about uh, 120 yards on offense on the ground. And a, a well-balanced attack in a 26-23 victory for Montreal tonight. Tweet from Jason. At least the Argos didn't end our win streak. Hashtag fifth quarter. Well, that's... takes solace in that, but uh, a loss is a loss. Uh, Manny on Twitter. In one word, sloppy. Bounce back to big game versus Argos coming up. Go Cats, go. And uh, HTOVS tweets what a tough loss yes i am shocked we were off right from the first play what happened to our o-line hashtag 80 Tolliver. i'm guessing he's going Terrence Tolliver for player of the game i will jot that down had some big catches tonight to the top of the deck we go in our phone lines john is on the line hello john hello hey john thanks for calling
6: hi how are you good yourself good good it was a good night in some respects with uh Angela Mosca being uh, celebrated, and um, that was good. But unfortunately, <laughs> the net results of the game uh, put a little damper on it. Mm-hmm. But, but um, I've noticed, even though everyone has been sort of celebrating the Cats and their great wins of late, um, some things that were con- I thought were very concerning um, in the last few games that uh, I've noticed that, A lot of times, Caleros is just under too much pressure. And, you know, everyone's been talking about the O-line not providing the protection. Mm -hmm. That's part of it. But part of it is Hamilton hasn't had much of a running game. Um, I think at one point, I don't know what their final uh, running yards were tonight.
0: (laughs) It's nothing to write home about.
6: No. And, you know, that puts all that much more pressure on when the other team knows that, you know, you're relying on the pass game too much. Uh, Hamilton has to um, get their running game reestablished, and that will take some pressure off Claro's. Um, you know, when he drops back to pass, because you know, <clears throat> if you do a draw play, or if you're, or if you're, if they're not certain you're going to make a uh, do a pass play, then then um, um, you know, it, it, it buys the quarterback a little more time, and and I think it, it boils down to. Um, Tonight, really, Montreal. You know, kudos to them. They uh, kind of exposed those kind of weaknesses that I've sort of seen in in Hamilton <clears throat> in um, a number of the games that I've attended this year, where Claro's is kind of doing a uh, almost a, key, a Keystone Cop thing sometimes in the backfield. Um, and I think that uh, part of the problem is the old line, but part of the problem is that we don't seem to. Established running game, and they need to do that. If they're going to win a great Cup this year. They've got to get that that straightened out. Um, you know, Mont- Montreal certainly played a great game on defense and everything else tonight. And and kudos to Marsh coming in and, and um, uh, you know and, and doing what he accomplished. Um, <clears throat> and I would I would put um, um, you know player of the game. I would I, as a lot of people have said I would I would probably put it on either the Montreal defense or, or you could say Marsh as well. For okay. Performance. Do you
0: want to go with one over the other?
6: Uh, yeah, I would, I would probably say Montreal's D. Okay. But um, I think that, you know, everybody's been pretty much on the bandwagon with all the points they've been scoring and so on. But yet I've seen these things in, in a number of the games I've attended um, being a bit of a problem, and, and it's something they really need to straighten out uh, as the season goes along.
0: Hey John, appreciate the call. Thanks. Uh thanks for chiming in. Yep. Okay. All right. Fifth quarter will continue when we come back. We got Rob, Jerry, Jim on the line, number of tweets and emails to get to as well. Hang tight. We're back after this. This is the fifth quarter brought to you by Wizens Law on AM nine hundred CHL. Hey, welcome back. Well, a bit of a bit of a shocker, a bit of a surprise tonight at Tim Hortons Field with the Montreal Alouettes coming in and beating the Hamilton Tiger Cats 26-23. That not only ends Hamilton's five-game winning streak, but also brings to an end the Tiger Cats' perfect run at Tim Hortons Field. They had won 10 straight home games, 11 if you count the preseason from earlier on this year. That all came to an end tonight with a loss to the Owls. You can chime in here on the fifth quarter live until 1130 tonight, 905-645-3221 at 645 star 9900 9900- On your cell phone, you can email rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. If you have the CHML app, hit that conversation button. If you don't, go to the App Store, go to Google Play and download it. Email from Stephen out in Penticton, B.C. Always like getting emails from Stephen. Well, I guess if a bad game had to come up rather now than later, humbling experience, and I'm sure the Cats will learn from this. Not shocked, but a bit angry about this loss. have to say the officials missed several calls against Montreal. Note the long run for a TD. Missed the blocking from behind call. Anyways, Rick, I am sure things will get back on track next week. Player of the game, no one regards Stephen from Penticton, B.C. So, a, um... A uh, a hanging chad on this ballot from Stephen. <laughs> uh, no vote for Stephen on player of the game. I'll tell you who my player of the game is. I think I'm going for Kyrie Saber. Not just because of the game-ending interception, but he did have a sack in the game. He had five defensive tackles. He was all over the place. Uh, I think, I don't want to say he got into the Tiger Cats' heads, but he was jawing at Tiger Cats players. He was an impact both on and kind of off the field, in that in that mental game, Kyrie bear is uh, a force and uh, one of the driving forces on that Montreal defense. Back to the phones we go. Rob at the top of the deck. Hey, Rob, how are you?
7: Hey, Rick, how are you? I'm good. You? Good. Good. Couple things. First, first observation would be I, I think we all have to remember the sky isn't falling here, right? So. So the way I look at it tonight, and uh, my wife and I had the pleasure, or maybe not the pleasure, of being in Montreal earlier this year, <laughs> yeah. where I think the Thai Cats actually played maybe even a worse game out there than they did today. So there, there is something about maybe getting in their heads here. Um, but my observations tonight is I, I just didn't feel the excitement from the players themselves today. Something didn't seem right. People seemed off. Uh, I, I can't believe that uh, Coach Austin and that couldn't pick up on... You know, I'm no football expert, but hey, if we don't got to run a game and they're blitzing up the middle, how about we run a couple screens on the outside to kind of slow down that defensive line? We do it once and uh, Grisby catches the ball and three yeah. offensive linemen are out there and not one of them throws a block and we pick up two yards. Like To me, it's just about execution at that point in time. The way I sum it up tonight is that we're a good football team that played bad tonight i don't see montreal that good i know a lot of people on here giving credit to their defense and that tonight I, I i don't want to sound crazy but but i disagree i think it's a lack of execution on the on the ticat side of it and we just need to uh you know one of your callers earlier said we need to get a running game and we do need to get a running game because we can't be one-dimensional um and we need to find ways to uh to get around that so uh you know, disappointing. We knew we were going to lose sooner or later. I just didn't want it to be to Montreal because I don't know what it is over the last few years. I'm starting to hate Montreal more than I hate Yardos, to be honest with you.
0: <laughs> Why is that?
7: I, you know what? I, I think it's like even at the end of the game, right, you saw Simone and that get into it, and you could see him, and uh, I'm not sure who it was. I think it might have been Henley or someone he was drawn with on the sidelines before the end of the game, right? Um, and my disappointment came when, when we were sitting – you know they're getting ready to kick a field goal with a buck thirty or buck thirty-two left in the game, and I'm calling, I'm screaming for a timeout at that point in time. They're going to hit the field goal, so why you let them run twenty seconds off the clock? I have absolutely no idea. Then on second down after Montreal takes a knee, we let them kill the clock to get below twenty seconds, and then we call our timeout. I, I it's just a lack of focus tonight, and I, I'm going to point the finger at Coach Austin a little bit. Maybe, you know, people are reading their press clips a little bit too much. Uh, but Montreal is, uh, they're cocky, they were, you know, we sit behind the, uh, in between the two benches, I guess is the best way of putting it, and Montreal players were drawn tonight, and and I welcome them to come back here for the Eastern Final, because I would love to kick their, you know what, uh, in Tim Hortonsfield one more time.
0: Good stuff, who's your player of the game tonight?
7: You know what, I'm actually going to tip my hat, and my my younger daughter actually said to me, and said, you know what, Dad, I'm going to if we got a player of the game tonight, let's let's give it to the fans for actually staying and staying in the game and trying to help the defense through hmm. some of that stuff that wasn't so uh, so passionate tonight. Um, and we were probably even a little bit more emotional than some of the players in that game tonight. So I'm, I'm going to give it to the fans because um, the, the stadium stayed loud. They stayed passionate. Um, just eventually we knew we were going to lose and we just came up a little bit short
0: tonight. Interesting perspective. Thanks for the call, Rob. Have a great night. You too. 905 645 3221, star 9900 on your cell. You can uh, give us your thoughts on Twitter at AM900CHML at Rick Samprin or on email, Rick at 900CHML.com, where William writes in. I think the cats might have been parting this special day for number 68 too early. The cats did not look like the players of the past weeks. I have no idea who was on the field tonight. Montreal did show up and was the hungrier team tonight. Sad, and I hope they come back against the Argos, not uh, to be good, not uh, good to be eliminated from the playoffs by losing to the East last team and the wheels fall off. Player of the game, Marsh of Montreal. I'm really disappointed for having to say that. Disappointed by what should have been icing on a great couple. Of days, Wow, that's uh, putting it clearly. Tanner Marsh, player of the game, but uh, really disappointed in what the Cats had to bring to the table tonight. Back to the phones. Jim's on the line. Hello, Jim.
8: Hey, how are you? I'm good. Yourself? Uh, not too bad. Uh, a little disappointed, as everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Um, Montreal always comes in hot
1: to play Hamilton. You know, you've been at the games. You sit, you sit close between the benches. They are always hot. And so they were certainly hot tonight. Um, I think our injuries are, are catching up with us for sure, and certainly the injuries we we sustained tonight didn't help us at all whatsoever. We've got second, third string players playing uh, a really hot team that wants to beat us. Yep. And uh, I think player of the game, I would give to uh, I think Bowman picked the whole team up, and he ate, he ate the right side up. He ate Olson up tonight. And who was like that? They, uh, Bowman. Oh, John Bowman. Yeah, he was. You look at the film. He ate Olson up. A couple times john and bowman uh, is a
0: heck of a heck of a football player yeah,
1: oh yeah and it's, uh, i think the film will show that uh, that the right side had to contend with him and that's why they had so many successful screens
0: yeah they were they were the better team tonight i think it's safe yep. in, in saying that thanks for the call tonight okay no fifth quarter brought to you by wisdom's law on am 900 chml let's uh, stick with the phones and uh, jerry is on the line hello jerry oh if i hit the number it might work uh-oh there you are Hi, hey, right. jerry Hey, how are you doing? Good, yourself?
9: Doing very well. Uh, listen, did anybody really think that we were never going to lose a game at home?
3: No. Seriously?
9: No. Um, so it was going to happen sooner or later. Um, unfortunately, it was tonight.
3: Mm-hmm.
9: I'm a little bit hoarse because I was yelling like crazy tonight. <laughs> hey, that's okay. Um, question. Yeah. I, I watch a lot of the CFL on TV. Did Montreal's defense do anything different tonight than they've done in the past? Mm, no. Nope. I don't think so. No,
0: nope, no. Nope.
9: So why weren't we able to handle it?
0: That's a very good question. I haven't got a clue. We didn't handle it uh, at all on, in, on uh, what was it, July 16th as well.
9: Exactly. So what is it about this team and this team's defense that our, offense, our offensive line in particular um, can't manage? what these guys are doing on defense. It just, it tugs the crap out of
0: me. Yeah. And you know what? I don't, I don't buy, you know, I, 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 I shouldn't say I don't buy the argument that the Cats don't match up well against Montreal. I kind of do, but I mostly don't because for the most part, this is the same Ticats team that beat Montreal last year in the playoffs and beat them a few times last year in the regular season. So I really don't buy that argument. I can see that, you know, once in a while or in a cyclical fashion, but Hamilton's played Montreal pretty well over the last few years.
9: And I would agree with you, but we haven't this year. And, and uh, is it a lack of preparation? Were we out-coached? Um, were, did our offense not execute? I, I don't know what the answer is. Um, I do think that we, we weren't quite as intense on uh, defense as we have been in the past four or five games. Um, and I also, uh, I, I also have a question uh, I I was convinced, and probably every other fan in the stadium was as well, that on that uh, punt that uh, we fumbled, in which Montreal gained possession, yep. that there were there was no yards on that,
0: should have been. Uh, um,
9: and then I also thought there was another catch. Uh, I think it was in the second third quarter. Montreal receiver made picked it up off the the, the ground, and in neither occasion did often uh, throw the challenge flag. I'm just wondering if you would have any insight as to why he wouldn't have thrown a challenge flag on either of those
0: occasions. I'm not sure you can challenge a non-call, a non-penalty call. I I don't think that is allowed, although it would be a good challenge if it was allowed because I thought he was in the five-yard halo, but I I don't think that's a challengeable call. The other one, yeah, he he certainly could have challenged that one for sure. Okay. Hey, Who's your Um, player of the game tonight, Jerry?
9: Uh, I will I will put my vote in for Marsh. Um, I know you don't agree with it. But no, that's a good pick.
0: I just had a different I pick. This,
9: this guy came in uh, off the bench. He's the second. Well, at least tonight he was second string. I know he's further down on the depth chart. And he executed against the best defense in the CFO. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Thanks for the call, Jerry.
0: All right. Thank you. star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samprin. Use the CHML app as well. Liam on Twitter at Rick Samprin. The O-line can't protect Caleros because when you don't run the ball, all the Owls do is pass rush, hashtag fifth quarter. Yeah, the Owls were pinning their ears back. It's six sacks tonight. Paul also on uh, Twitter agree with that last caller hating the Owls more than the Argos. I'm hearing a lot of a lot of that, a lot of fans hating the Alouettes more than the Argos these days. Very interesting. Hey Labor Day Classic, I'm sure we'll get our hate on for the double blue. That's for sure. Another quick break. We have Milsy, Dave, and Phil on the line. Hang tight. We will get to you when we come back. This is the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wisden's Law on AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprint here. It is the fifth quarter. Brought to you by Wisden's Law on AM 900 CHML. We're taking your calls, your emails, your tweets, your uh, notes on the CHML app. Hit that conversation button, and we'll get your comments on the air. Following tonight's 26-23 Alouette's victory over the Cats, ending Hamilton's five-game winning streak, ending the Tiger Cats' 10-game unbeaten streak at Tim Hortons Field, the Cats now six and three on the season. They trail Toronto, uh, who's six and two. Argo's in action tomorrow night in Edmonton. Uh the Red Blacks are four and four. Ottawa is hosting Saskatchewan on Sunday. Montreal now four and five following the win. They've won two in a row. Out west, Calgary's won three and st- three straight. They're six and two. Tops in the West. Edmonton's five and three. Winnipeg and BC both three and five. Saskatchewan 0-8. Oh the other game this week is saturday evening as calgary is in winnipeg uh, both the argos and the stamps trying to get to that seven win mark would be the first team in the cfl to get to seven victories let's go back to the phones at 905-645-3221 star 9900 on your cell phil is on the line phil good evening
10: oh hi rick how are you doing today? good how are you oh not not too bad
0: i understand um... you're calling from work in bc
10: yeah, uh, I am. I'm on the break here. Wow. Um, a, <laughs> I live out here in Lottis Land. I'm a diehard. I guess I, I spent 28 years in Hamilton there. Awesome. But uh, but uh, and I follow. I follow him on the, on the lunch screen here. But uh, you know, old adage. You know, is, you, know you, you lose the game on the lines, right? And and you know, the offensive line for Hamilton just wasn't there tonight. Defensive line wasn't there. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, I figure in the second half there that Orlando would uh, make some adjustment. But uh, let's be honest, they made Tanner look like so the second coming of Sonny Wade there, you, you know. <laughs> uh, in, inability to uh, pressure, um, and, and the killer was you know, the inability to stop them on second and long. And uh, uh, that one there, and was it uh, two minutes left there when they, they kicked the winning field goal? They had Lewis uh, three yards away from the first down, he kept hawing head. And they got another two yards, and they mended the third down conversion. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, you know, the the other thing is, uh, uh, I, I don't know. You, you wonder if, if, you know, they're, they're, no player will admit it, but you start to wonder maybe, you know, do they start taking the winning streak kind of, uh, you know, to a new level, where they're maybe a little bit too overconfident. Um, so I'll tell you, I actually went, to, I saw the game here last week, uh, B.C. Place from Montreal, knocked off B.C. first time since 2000. Yeah. And uh, I, I was watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I, I'm thinking ahead already to this game today, and thinking, well, you know, I, I, I hope they're preparing themselves because what, what they did to the Montreal D did to Lule last game, uh, what they, they did to Caleros today. They just uh, harassed them continuously, and, mm-hmm. uh, and that was one of the contributing factors, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we all knew coming into this game that Montreal's defense was really good, and I think. Not too many people were sold on the offense, and I'm not sure if we're if we're even there yet, uh, because with Cato going down and Marsh coming in, yeah, he played well. But uh, you know, Montreal's offense isn't going to scare anyone. Uh, but their defense played great. They uh, had a great night on special teams, and they got they, they made the plays when the plays presented themselves, and they they were deserved of the victory. Who's your player of the game tonight?
10: Oh boy, um, yeah, I hate to say it, but nobody from Hamilton. <laughs> uh, really, picks compete maybe they're the Box J boys, but I, I you got to give Tanner Marsh there. I mean, he. How, how do you say? I mean, I, he he played. You know, he he didn't. He controlled the game. He managed the game fine. Didn't lose it for them. Mm-hmm. I have to. You know, I hate to admit it, but um, yeah, I'd have to say he's the the player of the game there um i, I just had a rick uh, sorry rick I had a quick question what happened to uh, uh norwood i missed that completely
0: eric norwood was injured on a special teams tackle It was a punt return tackle he went to the sideline thought he was okay but uh he, he had to leave the game he was one of uh, what five players to leave the ball game tonight uh, mike daly eric norwood byron archambault hugh o'neill and ryan Bomben all hurt tonight for the hamilton tiger cats
10: Right, right. It must be better bittersweet for Bowman. He's next uh, out, or he's next Allaway. Anyways, yeah, right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Now he's zero yeah. two against his former team.
10: Yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully they'll. Yeah, no kidding. Well, hopefully the injury there to Norwood's not too well. All, all those guys, but Norwood especially. I mean, he's a, he's a force there. We need need him in there.
0: I agree. Thanks for the call, Phil. Okay. Thank you. All right. Nine zero five six four five three two two one star nine nine hundred on your cell phone. Email Rick at nine hundred chml dot com ed. Emails. Hi, Rick. Two great generals, Austin, Pop, brought their troops to battle, and one wasn't ready, while the other, Pop, had Austin's number. This is a great lesson for the Cats because they took their adversary for granted. They just weren't ready. I'm trying to make sense of Ed's email. They just weren't ready and made many mistakes. Now to learn from this game for the future, no one should take pop for granted. Speedy B made a silly mistake, but the question becomes, is this just a one-time game or is it why Washington let him go? Hope it's just one game because I like him. Uh, good that Angelo was honored. Go, Cats. go. All the best, Ed. Uh, I, I, I don't see this as a trend for, for Speedy B or Brandon Banks. You know he's done a lot more good than bad, certainly in recent memory or the last couple of years. Brandon Banks uh, is a valued addition and a, and a a big contributor, especially on special teams for this tie Cats team. Back to the phones, Milsy's on the line. Milsy, how are you?
8: Oh boy, uh, my throat is killing me. <laughs> my granddaughter sitting beside me, and she was yelling louder than me, if you can believe. Oh wow. That. So I've actually got quiet moment with my granddaughter. <laughs> the game was probably as an exciting game as you're ever going to have because we didn't think we could lose there. I don't know, am I wrong? But did or did we get out coached? Say that again, Milsy. Are, am I wrong, or do you think we were out-coached? Because I did. I thought we were out-coached. Uh,
0: I don't know if we out-coached. I think we were out-executed tonight. Wow. I, I think we were out-executed. Because we, I just, Well, I know a lot of the fans are pointing to the, the fact that this team doesn't run the ball. Well, they won five games in a row not running the ball. They were destroying teams not running the ball. It's just not in their DNA. They just don't run the ball.
8: When I saw at the start of the game our defense just kept Blitzing and blitzing and blitzing, and everybody we were sitting with knew what was going to happen. They sucked our defense right in, and that little toss over top, and it's a touchdown in a seven nothing game like that. Mm-hmm. It's I, I I saw I saw like uh, may, maybe took it for granted that we could just keep doing it and someone wasn't going to see that and react to it. I thought it was a nice play by Montreal. Oh, yeah. I, th- I, I thought Pop, Pop managed his team. I have to go with Marsh, not because he played any kind of great game, but because, like your previous caller said, he executed well. He knew, He did time management. He did not lose the game. And our defense, I think, had the opportunity, and they played well, uh, but they had the opportunity to take that game back, and I thought, I thought Marsh played pretty good.
3: Mm-hmm. He
0: did. Hey, thanks for the call, Milsey. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell. Dave is on the line. Good evening, Dave.
5: Good evening, Rick. Well, I think it was another game we could have and should have won. Um, you know, a couple of calls here and there, a couple of mistakes. Uh, you know what? I really think they look tired tonight. I think going out west last week and then having a short week here, I don't think that help matters much. um, they were due for a loss, I think as well mm-hmm. um I'm not you know it might be a good thing in the long run. They can uh, refocus and maybe come down to earth a bit, but uh, you know, my player, of the game that I' was, you know a player of the game, I think would be you know i'm not there's no way I'm gonna pick an Alouette for player of the game <laughs> okay, can't do it. you know that's like asking me to pick an Argo for player of the game. <laughs> um i you know what i thought Tulliver made a couple great catches tonight he did yeah yeah so that'll be me for the tie cats
3: all right
0: sounds and, good uh,
5: you know it just uh yeah we'll we'll get it back there maybe in the long run it's a good thing good
0: stuff thanks for the call dave you're welcome bye-bye 645 nine nine hundred on your cell phone a couple of tweets coming in rod the fans rick deserve the player of the game they showed great heart too bad we lost we'll get better that's a couple of votes for tie cats fans Joe on Twitter, all streaks get broken. Even The Undertaker lost at WrestleMania. Oski Weewee, hashtag fifth quarter player of the game. Underwood. So there's a couple of votes for Tyquan Underwood as some of the receivers are getting some love from TyCats fans here on the fifth quarter. Bruce on Twitter, in all fairness, that non-call on the no-yards with Banks fumble was BS, which led to an else TD. Let the new winning streak begin. And Jim on Twitter, Uh, There certainly was a lot of woofing coming from their sideline as the clock wore down. And Montreal, a very vocal team, that is for sure. They'll let you know when they're winning, and if they're losing, they'll let you know about it as well, in a different uh, sort of way. Uh, Brian is on the phone. Hello, Brian. Hey, Brian, how are you?
4: Oh, good. I'm feeling a little disappointed. The streak had to end. uh, You know, Montreal earned it. They played pretty good.
0: I they mean, did, yeah. we we can't take We can't take that away from them. They they played a a good football game tonight.
4: Yeah, for sure. They they seem to uh, come up with the the secret to running against us. They had a real successful run by sweeping around the end with speed like that. It was a good call. Uh, they obviously watched the game films and practiced it this week. Mm-hmm. And the offensive line, I mean, they played great. They stopped the Ticats' defensive rush, which is just been wreaking havoc on quarterbacks and uh seems to come up with some solutions to some of the things we do well
0: yeah hamilton had one sack tonight
4: yeah so i'm gonna have to give my player of the game to the o-line if you can't give it to pop <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey that's fair that's fair we'll go with the montreal o-line for your player of the game yes awesome hey thanks for the call brian no problem Who's your player of the game? Will you be the fan of the Knights here on the fifth quarter? You can call in 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your smartphone. You can email Rick at 900CHML.com, on Twitter at AM900CHML, at Rick Samperin. Email from Randy. Hi, Rick. Wow, what a tough game. We can't win them all. The real winner is Mosca. What a legend Mosca is. We should all be proud. A legend for Hamilton and Canada, uh, also, uh, Rick gives legendary coverage, as always. Thanks, Randy. Uh, many great years of CFL coverage, and we should all be proud. Uh, thanks, Rick. Keep it going. Long live Mosca and the fifth quarter. My player of the game is Luke Tasker. Let's feast on the Argos on Labor Day. I'll be there. Touchdown, Cats. Randy from Oakville. Uh, Luke Tasker had a uh, oh, Luke Tasker kind of game, five catches, 69 yards and a touchdown, a couple of big first downs he can move the chains with the best of them, so a nod for uh, Ticats slotback Luke Tasker here on the fifth quarter. John is also on the phone. Hey, thanks for calling John
11: Hey, how's it going?
0: I'm okay, how about you?
11: Uh, well, you know
0: <laughs> I know.
11: Uh, a couple of things, and I don't know your <clears throat> your screener has mentioned this, but that fumble by Banks was no yard, so I agree. So, so I don't know if Austin should have thrown that flag, if he's allowed to throw that flag. I'll let you comment on that in a second. The second, uh my player of the game would be Metlock, because uh, just before the uh, halftime, he kicked that field goal that put us really close with well, five yards, uh, five points in between. Without Metlock there, it would have been worse. But if you notice right from the very beginning, they were late getting on the field. When they got on the field, Canada was playing, the flag was coming on... They're still at the center of the field, of the team, and the flag chases the team off. Mm-hmm. And then when they set up, they realize they're on the wrong side of the field for the kickoff. They had to go the other side. So from the beginning, it was just a mess. But in the grand scheme of things, we needed a loss. To bring us down to reality, we have just destroyed teams in the past three weeks. Like, like we shouldn't have destroyed teams the way we've done it. Like, it just made, it makes it look ridiculous. That This is going to bring them down to reality. We're halfway through the season. We can't peak yet. We peak now. It's too early.
0: That's a good point, John. That's a really good point. Thanks for the call. Cheers. Can't peak too early. This is the team that really struggled in the first half last season. Remember, they were about 1-6, 1-7, 2-7 at one point last year at the beginning of the season. Got into Tim Morton's field on Labor Day, and they pretty much rolled from there. A tweet from Peter Dyakowski: Ugh, the worst part of losing by only three points, aside from losing, of course, is that you can blame it all on any single mistake you made. Very interesting from Peter Dyakowski. One final break and one final segment. When we come back, we will unveil our player of the game. After tabulating the votes from you, the fans, we'll name our fifth quarter fan of the night as well. There's still some time to chime in, either on the phone, on email, on Twitter. We'll still getting reaction from those two avenues as well. More the fifth quarter when we come back. This is AM 900 CHML. Rick Samprin here. It is the fifth quarter on AM 900 CHML following a 26-23 Tiger Cats loss at the hands of the Montreal Alouettes. Hashtag shocked, I guess with a question mark there. 905-645-3221, star 9900 on your cell phone. You can email rick at 900CHML.com. On Twitter at AM 900CHML, at Rick Sampern. Use the CHML app as well. Send me a note. On Twitter, Dave writes, at AM900CHML, I would like to apologize to everyone for ruining their streak. I'm always bad luck. I should have stayed home. (laughs) David, you should have stayed home. I'm kidding. Uh, Darlene on Twitter as well, hashtag the fifth quarter. Well, they win as a team, and they definitely lost as a team tonight. No offense or defense. Player of the game, Tasker, for the touchdown. Look, Tasker with a couple of votes for player of the game tonight we'll name our player of the game in uh, a few minutes also our fifth quarter fan of the night as well also on twitter steve uh we needed this wake-up call player of the game angelo mosca the entire cats team was lost in the mosca moment hashtag fifth quarter hashtag 900 chml hashtag wake up angelo mosca getting some love for player of the game uh, technically he was on the field tonight at halftime in that uh, jersey retirement ceremony Wes on Twitter uh, in response to Peter Diakowski's uh, tweet yeah or the no or the non no yards call on the fumbled punt yeah that's a biggie and again that I don't think that's a challengeable non call you can't challenge a non penalty you can say hey ref you kind of missed that one there but you can't throw the challenge flag to it. A Jennifer player of the game, Tanner Marsh. Hashtag Owls. Maybe an Owls fan, I guess. A Brad also on Twitter. Great show. Thanks for interacting with all of us in the CFL. No one really has ego, just talent and interactive skills. Oh, my pleasure. So what we're here for. Ann is on the line. Anne, thanks for calling in.
12: Oh, you're very welcome. Um, I happen to listen to the game on radio because right now we don't we are not a, available to have a TV. Okay. But what I was well thought was going through my mind uh, as the score got getting worse and worse and worse for the Ty Cats. At the end of the game, I, my thought was for each player, what did I do to cause my team to lose? Mm-hmm. And if they had won tonight, I would say. How did I help the team to to win and and this is I'd like to pass that on to the uh from, to the coach and also to the uh team as a whole. Yes,
0: yeah, so you're saying they they win as a team, they lose as a team and tonight they lost as a team. Right. Yeah. All right. Who is your player of the game tonight, Ann?
12: Michael Mosca. Okay. Because I I remember him playing for the Hamilton Tiger-Cats many many years ago. Yeah. And uh, he was a super player, and I'm glad that they did something for him.
0: All right, good stuff. Thanks for the call, Ann. You're welcome. Got a couple more minutes. If you want to chime in, we do have our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight. we got to give it to him. Called all the way from B.C., Phil, our fifth quarter fan of the night. Here's what Phil had to say. Phil is on the line. Phil, good evening.
10: Oh, hi, Rick. How are you doing today? Good. How are you? Well, not not too bad.
0: I understand um, you're calling from work in BC?
10: Yeah, uh, I am. I'm on the break here. Wow. Um, a, <laughs> I live out here in Los Land. I'm a diehard hard Tigers guy. I, I spent 28 years in Hamilton there. Awesome. But uh, but uh, and I follow I follow him on the on the lunch screen here, but uh, you know, you know that is you know, you you lose the game on the lines, right? And and you know, the offensive line for Hamilton just wasn't there tonight. Defensive line wasn't there. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know, I figure in the second half there that Orlando would uh, make some adjustment, but well, let's be honest, they made Tatter look like so the second coming of Sonny Wade there, you, you know. <laughs> uh, in, inability to uh, pressure, um, and, and the killer was you know, the inability to stop them on second and long. And uh, uh, that one there, and it uh, two minutes left there when they, they kicked the winning field goal. They had Lewis uh, three yards away from the first down. He kept plowing head. And they got another two yards, and they mended the third down conversion. Mm-hmm. But, um, um, you know, the the other thing is, uh, uh, I, I don't know. You, you wonder if, if, you know, they're, they're, no player will admit it, but you start to wonder maybe, you know, do they start taking the winning streak kind of, uh, you know, to a new level, where they're maybe a little bit too overconfident. Um, so I'll tell you, I actually went, to, I saw the game here last week, uh, B.C. plays from Montreal, knocked off B.C. first time since 2000. Yeah. And uh, I, I was watching it, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, I, I, I'm thinking ahead already to this game today, and thinking, well, you know, I, I, I hope they're preparing themselves because what what they did to the Montreal D did to Lule, last game, uh, what they, they did to Calero's today. They just uh, harassed them continuously, and, mm. uh, and that was one of the contributing factors, I think.
3: Yeah,
0: I think we all knew coming into this game that Montreal's defense was really good, and I think. Not too many people were sold on the offense, and I'm not sure if we're if we're even there yet, uh, because with Cato going down and Marsh coming in, yeah, he played well, but uh, you know Montreal's offense isn't going to scare anyone. Uh, but their defense played great; they uh, had a great night on special teams, and they got they they made the plays when the plays presented themselves, and they they were deserved of the victory. Who's your player of the game tonight?
10: Oh boy. Um yeah, I hate to say it but nobody from Hamilton uh <laughs> really picks compete maybe there's the Box J boys but I you got to give Tanner Marsh though. I mean he how, how do you say I mean I, he he played you know he he didn't he controlled the game. He managed the game fine didn't lose it for them. Mm-hmm. I have to you know I hate to admit it but um yeah, I'd have to say he's the the player of the game there um i, I just had a rick uh, sorry rick I had a quick question what happened to uh, uh norwood i missed that completely
0: eric norwood was injured on a special teams tackle it was a punt return tackle he went to the sideline thought he was okay but uh he, he had to leave the game he was one of uh, what five players to leave the ball game tonight uh, mike daly eric norwood byron archambault hugh o'neill and ryan bombin all hurt tonight for the hamilton tiger cats
10: Right, right. It must be better bittersweet for Baum. He's next out, uh, or he's next Allaway. Yeah, right. That's right. Yeah.
0: Now he's zero yeah. two against his former team.
10: Yeah. Well, <laughs> hopefully they'll. Yeah, they no kidding. Well, hopefully the injury there to Norwood's not too well. All, all those guys, but Norwood especially. I mean, he's a, he's a force there. We need need him in there.
0: I agree. Thanks for the call, Phil. Okay. Thank you, Phil. Our fifth quarter fan of the night tonight's calling uh, all the way from BC while at work. Wow, that that's dedication for you. Tweet from Oski Weewee at Rick Samprin: Challenge the fumble on the punt, no yards, should have been called on review. And I, you know what? I agree with that because all turnovers are subject to video review, and who at Mission Control in Toronto missed that one? So you have a turnover. Okay, what caused the turnover? Well, it was just kind of a muff punt, but there's a guy in the five-yard halo. They, They should have identified that. Definitely should have identified that. Scott on Twitter. Close down to the last minute. Regroup for the Argos. Player of the game. Tasker. Hashtag fifth quarter. Well, after tabulating the votes, we have a lot of nominees from Angelo Mosca, who was honored at halftime tonight. Ang's uh, number 68, the second number in Ticats history to be retired, following Bernie Filoni's number 10. Uh, Votes for... Justin Medlock, a Terrence Tolliver, Tyquan Underwood, Luke Tasker with a trio of votes. The winner tonight, though, Alouettes quarterback Tanner Marsh. He's our player of the game tonight, courtesy of the fifth quarter voters. Tanner Marsh managed the game well for the Alouettes. 11 of 18, 99 yards through interception, ran for a one-yard touchdown. He is our fifth quarter player of the game. Montreal wins it 26-23. We're back in the fifth quarter following the Labor Day Classic. It comes at us on Monday, September the 7th. We'll be on the air at around 4 o'clock following the final whistle. For Luke Vermeer, my name is Rick Samprin. Thanks for listening to the fifth quarter tonight on AM 900 CHML.